welcome to the Spectral Side. I'm your host, John Mark Poe, and this is my co-host, Brandon Stoker. And we are here to talk about the paranormal uh, of all kinds, including, uh, what else? Ghosts. Ghosts, spectrals. UFOs. And Fey folk. And all things strange and bizarre. Yep. And remember, these are our opinions and thoughts. So, you know, you don't have to agree with them 100%. And you won't. But that's okay. Yes. Because this is, a, <clears throat> as of right now, a free country. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we also tend to uh, get off topic from time to time. And sometimes that can be usually the best stuff that you'll listen to. Yeah, for sure. And it's a guarantee that it's going to happen. It could even happen during this little promo. Yep. Uh, we the search side itself will last probably about an hour long. We're gonna probably do a try do at least once a week, and uh, bring you interesting, fun topics. Uh, we'll also talk about experiences ourselves. Uh, like tonight, we'll kind of introduce ourselves a bit. Uh, like I said, my name is John Mark Poe, and he is Brandon Stoker. Mm-hmm. And yes, those are our real last names. Yep. Strange as they are. Well, so, so now you get to have stories told to you by Poe and Stoker. Exactly. And if you're wondering, yes, John Mark Poe is related to Edgar Allan Poe. And I did some background searches in my family, and it turns out I'm actually the ninth cousin. Maybe not as close as I'd like to be, but I'm the ninth cousin of Bram Stoker, the author of Dracula. 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 So oh, take that of his doubters. Yes. So... Uh, let's see a little bit about uh, a little bit about you, sir. Tell me a little bit about yourself, there. All right. Well, actually, well, I'm 52 years old as the recording of this of this recording. Damn, old. I am old, but I look really good. Saw that blood. Um, let's see. I'm an artist. I'm also a designer, a mascot designer for different major universities. Uh, I've, um, let's see, been in the paranormal since I was very very young. At personal experiences um, from there, and always made me kind of curious about what was going on. And uh, as, as it turns out, also that um, you know that kind of stuff also ran in my family, as I found out later on in life. That strange events with the paranormal activities uh, has gone through my whole family. So it's kind of interesting. But now I'm from Auburn, Alabama, so no haters, please. It won't do any good. So, but now we've. Uh, we used to do this show um, on a, another station. Yeah, we did uh, live stream on Facebook for a while, and then yeah. we did uh, uh, that Ustream thing for a while. JTV or something. Like yeah, uh-huh. and, uh huh. So a lot this original. Yeah, and so this is our fourth incarnation of the Spectral Side. And for those of you who remember us from way back when, thank you for joining us again. And for all you new people, we hope we can win you over like we did everyone else. Yeah, you can check us out on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also host every October on the weekends. Uh, we actually host a uh, walk. Mm-hmm. So if you happen to be in the Auburn, Opelika area, we actually have a walk now that happens over in Opelika. It's our first walk. And then we have another walk that happens over in Auburn on the same day, mm-hmm. so Fridays and Saturdays. This is in Alabama. Yes, Alabama. So now let's see. I'll tell you a little bit about myself. My name is John Mark Poe. Like you said, I am an author. Uh, I co-wrote uh, our local uh, haunted book here, uh, Haunted Auburn, Oklahoma. Hey, go buy a copy. Yeah, I get it for twenty cents. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Rim money. <laughs> uh, I also uh, am a songwriter. I do music, play music. I uh, have been investigating the paranormal for, geez, 45 years now, which makes me older than you. <laughs> I'll be 55 in September. Damn, I'm old. <laughs> yeah, I think you and I kind of started about the same age. Uh-huh. Like, just when you started and I started, we were a few years apart from each other. It's all because of that damn movie. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Yep, saw that and I was like, hey, I can do that. By golly, I've been doing that. I thought what was cool is like a little of your history is the fact that you actually wrote Elaine Warren. Yep. Uh, back in the, what was it? Late 80s, early 90s, there used to be a TV show come on and they would do uh, uh, little haunted shows and things. And one of the things, they'd have the Warrens on every now and then. And they uh, actually would leave an address that you could write to the Warrens. And I did. I said, hey, I'm interested in doing this. This is what I do, and this is how I do it. What do you think? Am I doing it good? Am I doing bad? Any kind of you know, advice would be welcome. And Lorraine Warren actually wrote me back. That's cool. And told me, said, hey, you're doing great. Here, try this, 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 and this. I keep it up and keep up the good work. And, uh, you know, if you ever have any problems or anything, you know, please drop us a line. I'm like, cool. Yeah, that's, that's one thing different about our investigations, I think. Uh, we both have um, respective faith, um, but we also try to look at things outside of the religious part of it. Because most of the time, because John Mark and I both believe in very much the paranormal, right? The strange and the bizarre. But we also believe that a large percentage of it can also be explained away. Yeah, we're, 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 we're really good debunkers. Yeah, unfortunately, John Mark's sometimes too good at it. <laughs> well, it I really, know a fake when I see one. Yeah, but still, it takes you to destroy some really awesome, what we thought, quote unquote. That's awesome evidence. But evidence. was it? Unfortunately, it wasn't, but dang it. So, no, that's that's one thing I will, I'd like for people to understand. So, we don't have, well, I don't have anything against somebody who does that, but we try to look at it in a sense that. Let the let the I think the religious part be the last. Mm-hmm. Ours uh, is more of a scientific view. Yeah, we so. we actually do try to do scientific stuff. Uh, you know, throw our hypothesis, do the experiments, mm-hmm. and see if we can prove our hypothesis and stuff like that. Because yeah. so many people, so many people, unfortunately, want it to be yeah a demon, or they want it to be a their loved ones. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean it is. No. Could be dinosaur ghosts. Well, I have to tell you a story about that one later on. But yeah, I mean, that's. They are real. Yeah, according to the yeah. mm-hmm. And then I think that's. Um, I think that's something that a lot of people do. I think that's why so many people used to do the other podcast with yeah. the gentleman. You know his name better than I do. I do not remember his name at all, but it uh, was used to be. It was called the uh, Paranormal Cafe. Paranormal Cafe. So, I'm not sure where he, if it's even still up. But. I know. It, it was, it, uh, if you people remember back in the uh, uh, early 2000s, when they were doing, before podcasting came out, they were doing like radio shows like this. Yeah. And this, it was one of the, it was, a, it was a radio show type, but for computers. Yeah. So, I mean, he was like an early podcaster. Yeah. But, um, 
yeah, if you can find it, um, you might be able to find some of ours that we wrote. Yeah. But I think that's one reason why uh, people tuned like into our stuff, yeah. stuff so much because we were taking such a um, rational look into it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, because I can't say it's your Aunt Lulu talking to you, but we know something's going on. We just don't know what's going on. And I think there's a lot of stuff that just hasn't been explained yet. Because, I mean, we knew that for Micah used to be able to, or Micah, I'm sorry, Micah used to be able to uh, record sound. Yeah. And they found out that it can. Uh -huh. And it can play it back too. Yeah. And uh, that certain elements, chords, granite, mm -hmm. and everything else like that can actually cause sound. Mm -hmm. They can so, record it and play it back. Yeah. That's and, why uh, you have chords in your watch, you have chords in your computers. Yeah. And you can strike chords and it lets out energy. Yep. So, I mean, it's a form of an energy holder. And, and, but we do have to say this, though, at the time that uh, we were part of another paranormal team, we were doing an investigation in Tallahassee. You know, I'm not sure what this was, but I have to say, I, th I, I think we ended up going along the lines of something not too friendly. Yeah. And because uh, we were broad daylight looking in that window, and that whole window went black. And then everything faded to black, and then everything faded back into, I'm like, and John Mark saw it too. I'm like, you saw that? Boy, and guess what? I got excited. I was ready to get in there right then. Uh, I like it, it was even funnier. We had something actually happen at a different spot earlier in the day. Mm -hmm. We were at a, uh, it's a Civil War era building that the, it was the stone made, and uh, the stone is granite, but it had fissures of uh, quartz crystal in it. You could actually see massive. It's pretty cool. And we were standing there, and we're, we're just taking a look around at it, and all of a sudden you hear this old man's voice going, Hey, boy. More so than I said than that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought it might have been John Mark. So I asked John Mark to say something, and it wasn't his. And then we walk hey. over to the building. We walk over to the building. And what was interesting about it is the inside of the building actually had water running, running through it. And if anybody knows anything about the paranormal, they understand that water has a lot to do with that as well. So it's kind of had, you had like a perfect little recording playback session going on inside there. So I thought it was yeah. kind of cool. So I did too. Yeah. So we're going ahead and see. This is one of our rabbit holes, mm -hmm. but this is our introduction. So you can see where it was going kind of like. And we've done several investigations over the years. Yep. Uh, most of them, I'd say about 98% of them we could explain. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. We've had some pretty cool ones. <laughs> and we'll talk about them some point in time uh, we've investigated not only paranormal ghosts we've actually done a Bigfoot investigation mm -hmm. and found some unique evidence there sure. uh, in two places actually one of them uh, close to my place mm -hmm. one of them close to my place yeah. so but no, I, mean, I think it's kind of interesting that you know you know, the paranormal, you know, one thing I kind of like coming back on this right now is because the paranormal kind of has the, the star part of it, the, the, you know, like ghost hunters on every channel and all that stuff. It's kind of come, it's kind of gone back down and you kind of get back to the people who are really interested in that. Yeah. And I think that's what's it's, interesting. It's no longer the uh, dog and pony show type deal. Exactly. And that's one thing we've, we've actually been before asked to do some stuff, and it very much felt like a dog and pony show. Yeah. And unfortunately, I uh, meant to look, and I 
we actually did an investigation over the bakery in Opelika. We yeah. actually picked something up, mm -hmm. and unfortunately, my uh, son destroyed my laptop, which had a recording of it. <laughs> so, oh, no! But that was, that was kind of a neat thing. So, when we have picked things up, we have seen things. Yep. Um, and we've, we've recorded stuff. Yeah. Um, we investigated our local haunts, Spring Villa, and places mm -hmm. like that. So. So there's other famous places that we'll talk about as well. That's what we're going to be doing so about Octagon Hall. Down to the, uh, the fort. Down. Yeah, yeah, we did Fort Morgan. <clears throat> uh, same place that uh, Expedition Unknown went. Yes. And what's really cool is we got so many exact same images they did. Yeah, we did. I thought that. We were watching like what? Uh, we saw that. We got that too. We got that. We saw that. <laughs> yeah. So, and we, we did what about five years before then? <clears throat> oh, yeah. I mean, that was kind of want to talk a little bit about it now that we're talking yeah, about it. Yeah. Can we talk a little bit? Yeah, about go it? ahead. So, we can always talk about it again later. We'll talk a little bit. So, it's like, you know, during the daytime, and this is what's interesting about the place. I don't think they said anything whatsoever on the show about what happened during the daylight hours. Yeah, nothing. No, they didn't talk anything about that. Well, we were actually setting up when we were part of this other group. Uh, we were doing a, a guest. You could be a guest for a paid amount. You could come in and be a paranormal investigator for the night. Yep. So we were there pretty much almost for like two, two days, two or three days. Yep. We went down early to set up. So we were doing the oh, walk Those were not mosquito. Man. Those were flying hypodermic needles. I'm kidding. They were going to blue jeans. No. Um, you could hear them and you could feel them. Mm -hmm. uh, but what was interesting is um, during the daytime, it was me and two of the other members. Uh, we were what I jokingly called the catacombs. I know they were not, but they were where the, the part of the building had been blocked off. And there was a small hole to get to this old area, but it used to be where they were putting cannons. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we were walking around back there, and up on this wall, you saw this squiggly thing. And it went straight up the wall. And I'm like, huh, okay. So as we were walking back through there, because I was there by myself for the squiggly thing, and as we were walking back through, the other two guys that were with me, they said, hey, Stoker, because that's what everybody called me, because my first name is way too common. So everybody calls me Stoker. So hey, Brandon. Like, yeah. So Stoker is like, hey, Stoker, come back up. And they thought they saw a shadow, but they thought it was my shadow walking behind me. So that was really kind of cool because what happened shortly thereafter is me and one of the other guys, we were walking together ahead. Well, the third guy, he was behind us. Well, as we found out later, he decided to go around another way to check something else out. But we, he didn't say anything to us. He just decided to leave. So as we were going into underneath the shaded areas, we could hear somebody walking behind us. And when we turned around to see who, where he was, we couldn't see him, but we could see this diffused shadow still walking, and you could hear somebody walking. So we said, hey, you, I told the, the other guy, I said, hey, look, you go around this way, I'm going around that way, I'm scared. Because he was trying to be scared, he was trying to spook us or whatever. So you could still see him coming up, you could hear him stop walking. I went around one way, he went around the other way. When we jumped out, there was nobody there. So we were like... And the only thing I can, only thing I said, okay, thank you for that, I appreciate it, uh, but do me a favor, keep this up, because we got people coming tonight. So 
We want them to experience that. And the night in the night was not disappointing at all. Oh, I remember y'all telling me, do not come in here. Fine, get outside. Yeah, we're, we're going to figure out how to make a John Mark, or the guy here that we're talking to, not the saint, because he can walk, you can have stuff flying through the air. You have a full body apparition. You could have hell's gates opened up before you, and John Mark would walk in and everything just shut down like that. So... And it's, and you know That's why I'm a debunker. It's, you're not a debunker. <laughs> That's why I debunk if I can't see the real stuff happen. <laughs> you're, you're like uh, you're like garlic to a vampire. Yeah. So. I always thought that was funny. Yeah, okay, it's getting creepy in here. You can come in now. I'm like, get away. Go. Because <laughs> that's one thing that always gets me about people who do paranormal investigation. It's still, um, I'm going to have to do a plug for a show on this. If you go to YouTube, and um, it was a paranormal show, um, oops, I guess I can't do a plug, but they used to be on um, on uh, AME, mm-hmm. and they would do what was the name of this? Like something fear, um, destination fear, I think is what it's called. But now they're on um, YouTube, and they do the same show, same quality, looks great. And um, but to me. They're kind of the more bold people because they'll spend the night in these places. But uh, it always ticks me off when people, when things start really starting to ramp up and everybody leaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, I'm always like, no, let's go into the fire, not away from the fire. That's why I sounds weird because I watch these shows and I'll, I'll see them and they go, woo, they'll jump every, you know, like, you've been watching these same shows for the past 10 years and they still jump at the door opening for some reason. Yeah. Like, are you doing that on purpose? And we're also going to get a little controversial, too, on some people, which we're probably going to piss some people off. That'd be okay yeah, too. because we yeah. will call you out. Yeah, because I have a couple of uh, <clears throat> things about a certain box that's living in Virginia, out in uh, Las Vegas right now. I like the one that got blown up in Tennessee. <laughs> blown up in Tennessee? Blown up. Uh, yeah. Well, we're going to talk about some of these things, and if you know what we're talking about, uh, you might want to tune in. But, uh, yeah, so I think that's pretty much a good opening. A little bit more? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try to do a 30-minute run here. Okay. Well, you can also edit the stuff out here that we're talking about as well. So, but no, I mean, uh, but, yeah, I mean, we're also going to hopefully be able to get a couple people to come back and talk to us. That's been part of our group as well. Yep. Um, we're probably learning some new technology for this new little device that we're using. So uh, I'm looking forward to all, all of these kind of things. Yeah. Plus, plus, you never know. Maybe we can actually, if we're going to do recordings, we can always, uh, maybe we can actually have fun with it be, see if when it cools off. Um, Location. We can go out, maybe we can actually record in Spring Door. Oh, that'd be fun. <clears throat> Even if it's during the daytime. Yep. Uh, hey, everything goes on during the day there usually. I know. Anyway. That's be, you know how cool it would be? We could have, we could have this other microphone here. Uh-huh. Upstairs. Plugged in. And we, well, yeah, we have it upstairs and we can hear, if we hear anything, It'll come through and everybody on thing here too. It's like yeah. that, there's no one upstairs. You hear the footsteps. There you go. Because you will hear footsteps. You will hear little children saying "mommy" and pianos playing that yep. are not there. Yep. And mommy thing is really freaky. I've got that still somewhere on my computer. That's the weird thing about yeah. it. And when I got that, what was really weird about that recording. Um, back in the '80s, during all the paranormal stuff, when it was kind of popular in the '80s. They always talked about hearing a whistle mm-hmm. pop. 
when I was listening back to my audio, and I actually used my little zoom recorder, 360 degree zoom recorder, I heard a pop sound. And when I went back and I zoomed in in that area, that's when I heard the voice right after. So, you know, some things have changed, you know, but, uh, but yeah, I'm just, I'm always like, interested in the phenomena and apparently that is what we would call a residual haunting because people have caught that same voice over and over again. over and over again so mm -hmm. the, and you said there's two little girls that drowned four four girls drowned. so and we've actually seen things actually manifesting inside the house too mm -hmm. uh and like a blue orb shapes and things like that which was that was interesting and door slamming on a young lady mm -hmm. on her way out and uh, the weird thing that got me was um, when we when I had that thing crawling up on my back. That was cool. I it, got to it watch it. Cool. I was doing the. I was actually holding the uh, uh, thermal. No, the uh, gauge. Uh, what the hell you got? I can't think of it right now. Oh, the EMF gauge. Yeah, the EMF gauge. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was using that, and I was actually uh, clocking that thing going up your back. Yeah. You know. And it, they actually, they took a temperature off my back, and it was 10 degrees cooler than the room. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of cool. So, what, I mean, we've had personal, personal, personal experiences with the paranormal. And honestly, if you don't, I found out if you don't really freak out, it's not nearly as bad as most people. Because I think people immediately go to the, the negative aspect of it. Yeah. Oh, this is going to try to hurt me. This is going to do this. But... Yeah, no, your body's going to react in different ways. Mm -hmm. I mean, if it's truthfully a paranormal experience, I mean, who's to say the scratches are scratches? Mm -hmm. Who's to say that that's just not some way your body is reacting to the situation? Like See, some people are allergic why, to fiberglass. Right. See, that's why I always wanted to get a, uh, a mathematician, you know, a physicist <clears throat> interested in this. Somebody who does uh, quantum physics. You know, because they talk about quantum physics as different realities. Mm -hmm. Well, could the paranormal be one of these different realities? It's bleeding over into ours. Yeah, it's a possibility. Or could it be like a time loop or a time drop? Well, some people believe that the multi, if you believe in multi-universes, they all are pretty much happening at the same time. Mm -hmm. So the question is, are all the multi, here's a, here's a, here's a deep thought, are all multi-universes actually in the exact same space, unlike what you see in the movies where they have to literally put them all over the universe, how they spread them out, like, you know, with the Red Witch, and she has all the intertwining and dark matter. But the other the other thought would be, like, even if you watch Doctor Strange in the multiverse, when they're colliding through the glass, they're all going through the exact same space, just in different universe mm -hmm. so is all the multiverses actually occupying the same space space but not the exact same time, time. Mm -hmm. or vice versa same time but different space that would probably be better yeah even though in the red witch if you watch and paid attention it was actually several years prior to when we were actually watching the movie because it's actually a year and a day in the movie the two little kids actually say something you first see them when they walk around. They talk about a certain game, and they talk about a certain thing that happens that there's no way that they can know about it. So it was, it was happening in the past from our time. Uh, cool. Yeah, I paid attention to that stuff. Easter eggs. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what's funny. What's so funny is they were watching a, an original Disney movie, and then I think the next one was a Donald Duck or something. It's like on the little screen in the back. So it's kind of funny. I might piss some people off on that one too, but I have some theories about that one too. That that movie could have been done a little bit differently. Oh well. Oh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Because if you think about it, paranormal happens to come into also come into the uh, movie world. Yep. Think about how much of that stuff is Ghostbusters. Yeah. So, but not cool. I like the Ghostbusters. I mean, I wonder how many people. How many people actually get into paranormal research because of Ghostbusters? Unlike you and me, even though we both like the Ghostbusters, uh, there's definitely um, one cartoon that um, that got me interested actually in paranormal stuff. That's the funniest part about it. Uh, was it uh, Mickey and the Ghost Hunters? Yeah. Yeah. I always thought it was great. Okay, so we were watching this with my son, right? Mm-hmm. And he pointed out something really cool. What's that? Hey, Dad, why does Mickey have a shotgun? Doesn't he know ghosts are already dead? That's the one. Well, you're hunting something, so you got him there. One of them had, yeah, Goofy and Max. I like, I like, personally, I like the mousetrap. Yeah. But, and that actually is not Mickey and the Ghost Hunters. It's got a lonesome ghost. Yeah, so it's got a lonesome ghost. Yes. But they're called ghosts. They're the ghost hunters. Yeah, they're the original ghost hunters. And... Goofy actually says, I'm afraid of no ghost. <laughs> yep. Kind of wonder where they got that uh, from the movie. Mm. Gosh. Gosh. So, but no, I think, I think it's going to be fun. I haven't, haven't really sat down and been able to sit down and talk for a while for paranormal stuff. So, we can do it all over again. It's going to be kind of fun. Yes, it shall. Fun and interesting. So, all right. So, so as you can see, see here, um, well, it's kind of know, And we're hoping that people, you know, I hope we're going to have it set up on the set on the page where people can taste us and all this other fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. And, you know, honestly, if you know anybody that might be interested, once we kind of learn this equipment a little bit better, I'm sorry if you're hearing creaking sound, that's getting a spoon. Um, if you happen to know anybody, maybe we can later on once we learn how all this stuff works, we'll actually be able to uh, do interviews with people that are interested in talking about their personal experiences. And, you know, uh, every once in a while we have been known to give out advice on how to handle situations. And the, big, yes. and the biggest thing I think really for me when it comes down to it is um, to, uh, to not completely freak out, you know, over the situation because if it is something paranormal it could be feeding off of that and you know like some sort of special entity you know but also you gotta have so much stuff that you gotta be aware of like you know your environment I tell a lot of people to get a hold of believe it or not get a hold of uh, parapsychology books mm-hmm. you know, and read about that because you know there's a lot going on in psychology with the paranormal because it does deal with the flight or fight syndrome and a lot of people are usually the first actions they go through if you ever notice it's almost like it goes from the flight then they go to the fight then they go to the acceptance but they leave mm-hmm. so and to try to figure out or how to just go oh cool 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we go the other way. Like, what? You know, because I'll be honest, sometimes it's in like, here. Why are you running away from that? Right? Isn't that why we're here? Yeah. I mean, it's like sometimes when we hear music, you know, it's like, what could be causing the sounds of music? And it could easily be, because um, your brain also does, like, it does the seeing faces, and clouds, and things in clouds. Yeah, yeah, it also does that with your ears. Yes, I used to, you could go by a, a creek. I used to go by one of my uncle's places, and you would swear you were hearing music, like in, instruments, like string instruments playing. And it turned out to be, it was, uh, it was the sound of the streams making the sound. Mm -hmm. And the brain was actually turning it into music. Supposedly the Pascagoula River in Mississippi does that. Yeah. And so it's just it's just the rhythmic sounds that you're hearing that makes things like that happen. So, I mean, and when you're a musician like myself, you start going, okay, you to be a little off-key. <laughs> well, it's like the Grim Grinning Ghost. It's like some of that music playing in the attic. Mm -hmm. It's like, that is not... No, I'm off-key. <laughs> hey, and we might even talk about, uh, we might even talk about the ghost stories of, of the... Uh, the magic kingdom over in Disneyland. So that would be kind of fun to do. I guess I guess good stories about those. I want to actually go there. I just don't know how I could get to be in the places where the paranormal stuff happens. So. Do a little jig, dance around. Yeah, yeah. The one I could mention real quick is the one that they say happens early in the morning. They'll see someone get off of the railroad because I do the, the drive around to make sure everything's working really early in the morning before the park opens. And they say if you're standing in the right place on the other side of the um, train station, you'll see somebody get off the train station and go into the building, but never come out. And some people have said that they think it might be Walt, because he would always ride the trains in the mornings. And they think that it could be something like Walt coming back off and stuff. And the funniest story to me was the guy that used to work at the Disneyland in the lamp. Mm -hmm. And the guy would go up there, the lamp was left on. He would go up there, he would turn it off, he would go back outside, the light would be back on. He went back upstairs, he turned it off and unplugged it. That's what I understand. And he came back outside, and the lamp was back on. And he was like, oh, <laughs> ain't no one up there. And people who work in the shop below it, they say that they hear footsteps walking around in the apartment above them, even when there's nothing. And they know the place to go up there and check it. There'd be nobody up there. So Walt might still be hanging out. Hey, you never know. Well, you know, that's why they keep the light on. Yeah, well, it's almost there. All right. Well, that will uh, end our uh, little premature talking. Yeah, well, we'll end our little, uh, what you call it, episode. Uh, intro. Intro episode. Uh, we hope you uh, enjoyed it for a bit. Our next one will be a good full hour long and probably a little bit more interesting than this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I sure hope so. So, uh, this is us testing out the equipment anyway. Yeah, we're just having fun with the equipment right now. But hey, you know, gotta do it sometime. Or 
true premiere will be in probably about a week. So uh, see you then, and until then, happy hunting. Bye. 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 Bye.